Hi, this is Anishka Fernandopoli. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button under my picture on dharmaseed.org or go to my website, anushkaf.org, A-N-U-S-H-K-A-F.org, and click on donate. Thanks. I appreciate your support. The following Dharma talk was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So you can notice now as you are uh, relaxed in some way after the official period is finished, um, what that's like. And if there's some way in which um, during the practice period you were holding yourself in some way that was uh, maybe unnecessarily um, tense or uh, something, it's easy to make meditation like a thing, you know. Um, And it's understandable because uh, a teacher is sitting here giving you some instructions and then you're trying to do it like that. And then there seems to be a way to not be doing it like that. So then you could do it right or you could do it wrong. But really we're just sitting here doing nothing and breathing and then trying to pay attention uh, to what's happening, right? Kind of simply like that. Yeah, I'll pull a quote from my Dharma phone for you, from you. This says uh, Dilgo Kiense. Um, who is a Tibetan teacher, who is, this is the previous Tilgo Kiense, <laughs> meaning there's one who's like 23 or something, but this is from the one who passed away. Who was, uh... So he says, when engaging in meditation practice, we should feel it to be as natural as eating, breathing, and defecating. It should not become a specialized or formal event, bloated with seriousness and solemnity. Um, So, like it for your consideration. (laughs) So, that being said, like, yeah, it's hard to sit upright for 45 minutes, and, you know, you are kind of, like, uh, working against, in some ways, like, your tendencies to itch and roll over and do various things. So then it does feel like, yeah, this is a thing. This is a discipline, right? Some of the discipline is oriented towards just collecting the attention of the body and the mind, collecting our usually very disparate attention uh, together. And this is a very powerful thing to do. We have a lot of um, power, you could say, at our uh, disposal that we, uh, in some ways, kind of like allow to be frittered away through being distracted a lot of the time. And that's another dimension of that quote that I um, had told you, that exchange I had with my teacher when she said that the experience of meditation can be the same as a really good kiss. Right? So there both is the aspect of love in that, but also, uh, as I continued with practice, I recognized that there's something very powerful about samadhi, or about collectedness of attention. And in fact, this collectedness of attention, this kind of concentration, uh, focus, uh, really the drawing together of this usually disparate attention uh, is something that is very good for our system. So it actually can bring a lot of um, a pleasure even, uh, a sense of well-being, um, a sense of uh, connectedness to our system in a way that is not usually there when we're kind of going in all different directions. 
And in fact, at all the, the deeper levels of uh, collectedness, samadhi, uh, some of you may have um, practiced uh, these. It's, it's easier on uh, you know, longer retreats to access some uh, jhana practice and things like that. Uh, the, the pleasures from samadhi, from the collectedness of the mind and body, are actually greater than anything you could experience in the experiential world as pleasant. That's a radical statement. Yes, that includes uh, the asterisk. That includes uh, sex, chocolate cake, um, <laughs> beautiful music, good weather, um, <laughs> uh, music, yeah, anything. Believe it or not. You'll have to try and see. <laughs> the collectedness, I mean. You've tried all the other ones already. <laughs> Uh, and in some ways, it's a little bit more reliable, too. So. Um, so, you know, whether or not that we come to that state during uh, our day-long retreat, still we can experience some of the well-being from um, drawing together the attention in some way. You know? And there's a way in which the drawing together of attention can happen um, in some ways more by a letting go or a renunciation than a doing. You know, So... As I've been talking, I've been occasionally saying the word concentration, but mostly avoiding it, because I feel like when you say concentration to people, they think like, oh, I need to try hard and bear down and like furrow my brow, you know, and uh, not be like unrelaxed. And that's going in the kind of opposite direction. So in some ways, it's more like a relaxed settling in. So the renunciation aspect is kind of like if some distraction swoops through, like see if you can not get on that flight. So if you can do that like once, twice, three times, then yeah, there's a way in which the system naturally kind of settles in a little bit more. And then maybe another time there's a set of, you know, once, twice, three times, let us settling in. So you can make a little bit of a game to see if you can uh, not get on board (laughs) when these different uh, possibilities of going in different, different directions show up. And in that way, it's sort of like the system wants to do that. You know, It's like inclining in that direction a little bit. Um, so there's a different angle on uh, collectedness or samadhi for you. So we can practice in this uh, seated posture in which uh, we have the stillness of the body or relative stillness of the body to help us. Um, but also particularly in cultivating the sense of uh, attention and meditation as an act of love, I think it's very helpful to do this in motion as well. Because in this way, it's very transferable to our regular life, since most of the time we're in motion in regular life, doing things or moving, uh, acting, cooking, all this stuff. So for this reason, uh, equally important to the sitting practice is uh, the kind of other practices we'll do here. So the eating time or moving around. and You just practice... um, trying to be with the motion of the body with some sense of uh, loving attention, of kind attention in some way. And many times you might be with that experience of the body in that way if you're doing something very special. You know? So um, if you're doing like some kind of uh, you know, tai chi kind of thing or a dance kind of thing, or if you're doing some very special motion, a ritual action, a tea ceremony, you know, then we might be very careful, like what we're doing, and notice how it feels. But it's actually possible to be that way with anything. And also, 
uh, I'll say I think it's possible to be that way, to have this kind of quality of interest and even uh, warm, loving attention at any speed. When you're moving at a slower speed, you have the opportunity to see a greater level of detail of experience. Um, But it's really possible to do this at any speed. So to uh, do a brief experiment with this, uh, I want to invite you to uh, just move your hand any way that you like, and just be aware that you're moving your hand as you're doing that. So yeah, you can feel that your hand's in motion. Yeah, maybe you look at it, maybe you don't look at it. But So this is mindfulness of the body. This is mindfulness in movement. Right? Anyone who's not done this before, now you have. You have been initiated. Yeah. So now you can see if you can move it even faster. Whatever way you want to move it. You can feel like you can still notice the experience of movement of the hand, right? You can still feel what the movements are. Maybe not in as much detail, but you can still be present with that. You know that the hand is moving. That's it, right? Okay, now move it really fast. Still you can feel it, right? Maybe not as much detail, still you can feel it. And now try and shake off the mindfulness. Get rid of it. You can't even get rid of it if you want to, right? Okay, you can stop now. So yeah, like that. Uh, At any speed, uh, we can be present, and we can actually bring this level of interest, connection. Um, So that's what we'll be trying to do in the walking. And even in, for those of you who have practiced uh, a bunch before, which I think is a number of you, uh, even in the sort of in-between period, right? So even in the shifting from sitting to standing, even in the putting on your shoes, you know, all of these can be actually uh, experienced as... um, yeah, moments of ceremony in some way or uh, moments to pay attention equally to when you're in your sitting posture uh, doing your official meditation. So what does it feel like to put on your shoe, to tie that shoe, uh, slide it on, uh, and then moving to the next thing? What does it feel like in the bathroom when you're washing your hands, just feeling the water, uh, opening, closing the faucet, uh, drying the hands, you know, just feeling all of that stuff, right? So now you've been initiated into hands. So your hands are going to be your friends in this uh, day-long motion. They've been employed now. So now we'll employ the rest of the body for a walking practice. Okay. Uh, so we'll do a little demo for uh, those of you who might not have done this, or even those who have. So to do the demo, we're going to stand up. And as you're unfolding yourself, notice what that feels like. Have some compassion for this body all folded up. Now gets to unfold. Yeah. Maybe it feels like stretching a little bit. It's okay. Yeah, you can take your time in getting up, especially if the feet are sleeping. So you can just feel what it feels like as we're standing here now. And we probably took it for granted, maybe, that we could stand, but what if this was the first time you ever stood up, like when you were like one year old? You know, you'd be very happy and amazed at your standing, appreciative. You know. And you know, there's a time in which, uh, on that side of uh, the life, when you can't stand and suddenly you can stand. And then maybe at other times in your life you have an injury and then you can't stand for periods of time. And then, yeah, as you get older, the other side, 
if you make it so far, it'll become again miraculous if you can stand sometimes too. So now here, the middle, we can be appreciative that we have that ability. Yeah. You can just feel what it feels like in the legs and the feet and the body. And then walking is basically kind of a leaning and lurching action. So we can shift our uh, weight to one foot, feel what that feels like. And then a little slower than usual just so we can feel it. Lift up the foot, move it forward, and take just one step. Give me a little step, feel what that feels like. Shifting the weight to that foot. And we'll come to standing again by bringing the other one, lifting, moving, placing, feeling what that's like. I'm going to take a step backwards, reverse. So shifting the weight to one side, lifting, feeling what it feels like to move it, and then place it down. And then returning again, lifting, moving, placing. Feel what it's like again to stand. Could be that you're feeling yourself breathe very naturally. That's also fine. Okay, so you can uh, sit back down for a moment. So I give a little further demo here. So for the uh, walking, I think uh, you can find some place to walk that's some walking path, let's say, uh, outside, inside, and um, you can start where the beginning of your path is and then kind of eyeball where the end is. In the beginning, you can uh, experience yourself standing. Notice what that's like. Yeah. And then as you start to walk, just feel what it feels like in the motion of the body, and particularly the legs and the feet, If you're moving faster, it could be the whole body. And come to standing again. Notice that you're turning around and feel what that feels like. Standing. And then walking again. And as I'm walking, I'm noticing what it feels like, the way the legs lift and the way the feet hit the ground. You can move at whatever speed feels comfortable to you for uh, noticing as best you can. So whatever is most conducive to uh, this loving attention. So if you feel like moving really slowly, then that's totally fine. But you also don't need to feel peer pressured by those around you. Uh, Like it's much uh, cooler to walk super slow if you don't want to. But it can be cool to try it, so you can try it. If you want to walk really slow, sometimes it can also help to um, just to orient a little bit to labeling, you know, each part of the step. So like either stepping, stepping, or lifting, moving, placing. So this is in my mind. I'm lightly labeling this, right? So I'm just uh, helping the mind to stay focused a little and kind of framing what's happening with this caption, right? So it's not like ordering, but uh, labeling. And then, yeah, keeping on going back and forth like this, and you'll notice that your attention at different points will uh, likely be drawn to the rabbit, squirrel, airplane, sun, guy's t-shirt, this, that. 
So if you can notice that uh, movement like that, then uh, it's good to uh, yeah see if you can feel that pull, but stay steady you know, with the walking. Uh, stay steady with the loving attention to the body. So that's kind of the nest here in this one. The nest to, to stay in is the loving attention to the body uh, in motion. Uh, so it's not wrong if that happens. If you notice yourself uh, tracking this car that's going by, if you're outside, then whenever you notice that, just like, okay, right, coming back. So there's no need to blame yourself or hate yourself or flagellate yourself for that. Uh, just whenever you notice it, just come back, start again. It can be helpful to keep the um, yeah, gaze a little bit downwards, and you keep your eyes open so that you don't bump into things. But also, um, yeah, it can be interesting to play with this shifting of the kind of like focus of attention towards the body, even when the eyes are open. You know, we tend to be very drawn to the visual sense and kind of identified and stuck in the visual sense. But here we're trying to shift to be aware of the physical sense, the engagement with the body too. There might be parades going by too, so additional <laughs> additional challenge and uh, good today. So um, this talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org.